whether it's the good, the bad, or the ugly. Life has a way to dish out a handful of those to all of us in different measures. Fortunately, there are crazy people in this world, like yours truly, who bites back and also shows you the funny. Welcome to Doves and Eagles, your weekly pick-me-up-and-dust-me-off show that explores and unpacks life the way most of us can relate to. Filled with untold stories, inspiration, insight and motivation, it is my quest to equip every beautifully broken princess with a warrior queen attitude. I'm your host, Paula J. Let's find out how the cookie crumbles today. Today we're kicking off a new series as part of Doves and Eagles in which I will be exploring eight key areas of life, generally referred to as the dimensions of wellness. My aim with sharing this program content is to explain what worked for me and empower others with the knowledge of how I used it to identify where and why imbalances in my wellness circles exist and how I learned to keep peace in Das house to manage the balance. I initially developed what I called a circle check type of program based on these dimensions a few years ago, not only to suit my own needs to specifically overcome and deal with depression, but also to keep a regular check and balance tab on myself. I'm hoping to help you help yourself make sense of what may appear like a war zone to you at times, how to analyze what you feel and how to put it back in the right perspective. If you missed episode three and are curious to why this is important to me and what led to me developing this program, feel free to find episode three on my website, paulajspeaks.com. You can find the Doves and Eagles podcast from the landing page. You can also access the podcast from my Facebook page, Paula J Speaks, or Subscribe to Doves and Eagles from Spotify, Google Podcasts, and most other podcast distributed channels. Back to this week, though. Welcome to part one of four of the emotional circle. It is said that a human can experience around 34,000 different emotions. With so many emotions, how do you navigate the turbulent waters of feelings without getting lost? Well, this is where the wheels of wellness comes into play. It is important to know what is at the root of what you really feel. So let us take a look at what this little emotional critter circle is made of and how to keep it in check from running amok. So what is good about emotions? Well, first, it's a gift from God and an essential part of who we are. Although emotions can be classified, if you want to put it that way, as either good or bad, all emotions are actually good for us. 
Now you would probably say, why? What are you talking about, woman? Let me tell you this. All emotions, the positive and the negative, teach us something about ourselves. A good emotion is a very strong indication that your soul is happy. A bad emotion is a strong indicator that something isn't sitting well with you. The bad emotions is usually a message to our brain that says, alert, alert, you know, that little red flag, that little red light that goes beeping in an emergency situation. Your brain is trying to tell you something isn't right. See, emotion is energy. It must have an outlet or it will inevitably implode. And trust me, you don't want it to implode. So instead of burying negative emotions, we should try to embrace them. The good part about emotions is you can learn to understand them. You can learn to understand what you're feeling, to distinguish between what kind of emotion this is, why it is making me feel like I feel, and then respond to that. Reacting is something you don't think about. There's very little thought behind reaction. It's something you just do. Where responding is something that you actually think about. And we all have a responsibility if we want to be balanced in life or go through life balanced. It is important that you get in touch with what's really going on inside of that emotional circle. That you understand what you're looking at. You understand why it works the way it works. Because that will bring you to, ah, so that's how I feel. Someone that was bullied as a child, for instance, may be battling with emotions ranging from fear, disgust, anger. Because as a child, they felt helpless. And instinctively, when somebody does something now in their adult life, It can trigger feelings of being bullied as a child because that wasn't dealt with. That wasn't worked through. They they didn't spend the time to actually work on that. I have a number of childhood experiences that was devastating. And putting it under a blanket, shoving it under the rug, thinking that it will go away, that did not do me any good in the long run because you know it's it's like a snowball effect something small happens and it starts rolling it starts accumulating moss as it rolls and one day somewhere along the line something insignificant happens and it just triggers that whole avalanche that's what happened to me over a long long time I carried far too much 
in a little box, little Pandora's box, that I would just throw everything in and then go sit on top of it and say, you will never ever come out of here again in your whole entire life. I ban you to the darkness. Well, you know, that problem that you ban to the darkness has a way of actually creeping out of, it comes through the nooks and the crannies and it'll find a little hole in that box and it actually comes out. It may take time. It was a combination of things that I never dealt with that made me stumble eventually. Not one single incident as in an argument with a family member, which is what actually triggered the whole thing. An argument with a family member wasn't enough to throw me into what was probably the worst time of my life. There was a lot more to it than that. And only once I got through the whole process, you know, once I started climbing out on the other side, I realized, oh my gosh, I've done more damage by not dealing with stuff than I could have ever done by talking about it, bringing it out in the open. And when I say talking about it, it does not mean that I had to go and speak to someone else. You can speak to yourself. You can address yourself. You can acknowledge this to yourself. Because just acknowledging that there is a problem and it exists, half of your fight is already won. I don't care how strong, brave or courageous anyone appears to the outside world. The one thing we all have in common is that we cannot get away from our emotions. Sure, we can bury our heads under the sand like an ostrich, hoping what we feel will go away if we ignore it long enough. For many years, I clung to, let's call it a superpower that I thought I had, believing that if I dig a hole deep enough for what bothered me, I can't see it. And if I can't see it, it also can't see me. You know, a childlike mentality. But I was wrong about trying to apply out of sight, out of mind. And I didn't just trip over that one. I went all out doing a solid gravity check. Man, that one hurt. One of the first things I learned on my healing journey was that I, and only I, have control over how I feel. I allowed people, things and circumstances to rob me from that control. In some cases, I actually handed it over without a fight. And I never realized I was doing that. When something happens, you either want to feel a certain way or you don't. And based on whatever that answer might be, be to you at that point in time, you will either react or respond to a situation. And that, my lovelies, is where the trouble starts. While our minds enable us to think and our will enables us to choose, our emotions enable us to respond. And the key word here is respond. 
Remember last week I briefly touched on what the most important lesson I ever taught my kids was, i.e. to always be mindful of the fact that every action has a reaction. And you know, as it often happens in life, we don't always take our own advice. It goes wrong when we get it wrong and we decide to react. Maya Angelou once nailed it beautifully when she said, People may forget what you said. People may forget what you did. But people will never forget how you made them feel. Not making the effort to first understand why something makes you feel a certain way is exactly what leads to emotions quickly becoming messy, complicated, and very, very confusing. I've read somewhere that someone said they experience feelings of rage regularly in their life, and this rage is only triggered when someone disagreed with them. The person said, I could be fine one minute, and then someone puts forward an alternative opinion, and suddenly this person exploded with rage. And then afterwards, they think about it and they, what went wrong? Did I really do that? Was that really necessary? You know, you sometimes do things and then afterwards you look back at it and you think, gee, maybe I overreacted. That wasn't quite necessary. The thing is that when you react that kind of way, there's a cause for you reacting that way. And for this particular instance, it goes back to an issue that happened while this person was very young. They were continuously shamed and humiliated at school by a teacher who made them feel that, you know, their opinion was worthless. And that feeling of humiliation transformed into rage. And that is what was triggered every time someone disagreed with their opinion later on in life. So what I'm trying to say is that every emotion that you feel, whether it's especially, especially the bad ones, that's a trigger. And you need to spend some time to actually go and look, find out what happened in my life. Where did this come from? Because it had a birthplace. You know, there's good and bad in all of us. I don't care how much of a saint you think you are. We all have a dark side. We just learn to control that dark side by, you know, steering away from the negative. Things happen in life that you connect a bad emotion to that experience. And if it is something that you haven't dealt with, whether it's a childhood experience whether it is something that happened in the recent past, it doesn't really matter. The brain has, I can tell you out of own experience, I am strong-minded enough to actually bury something that is so troublesome and I don't want to deal with it. I have the capacity, I have the ability to actually bury that. And you know, pushing something under the rug does not make the bulge go away. It does not make the dirt go away. It stays there. Because emotions are energy, they cannot simply disappear. 
to be in touch with your emotional wellness circle means that you are coping effectively with life and you are creating satisfying relationships. So if there's anything amiss, then something is wrong or something is off balance in your emotional circle. Let me give you a little bit of an understanding about responsibility. I had to break this down to some kind of a level that was easy to remember. It was easy to keep in check. I have specific responsibilities. And there's also things that are not my responsibility, which I made my responsibility. I got it wrong. And that got me into trouble. So this is what I consider my responsibility at all times. My words, my behavior, my actions, my efforts, my mistakes, my ideas, and the consequences of my actions. That is my responsibility. What is not my responsibility? Other people's words, other people's mistakes, other people's beliefs, other people's ideals, other people's opinions, other people's actions, and the consequences of other people's actions. That is not my responsibility. Now, can you see how quickly that gets you into trouble? Emotions plays a very critical role in what makes me up, what makes you up. Emotions motivate you to act, to take some kind of an action. Emotions help you to avoid danger. Emotions can also help you make decisions. Emotions can help others to understand you better. Emotions also allow you to understand others. So how do we figure this out? How do you experience this emotion? How did your body react to the emotion? And how did you behave in response to the emotion? So we're going to be looking at these three components over the next few weeks. All right, so that's a wrap for this week, folks. Until next time, I'm signing off. Be safe, be awesome, be blessed, be you.